my friends, it's Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California on this Living Fearless devotional day of Saturday, May 13th. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know where we were going with that. The Living Fearless devotional, part of resurrectministry.com that unfortunately has been hacked on Facebook. Oh, so yes. if you try to find us there, you will think you landed on a 4G uh, website that's having a sale. Yeah. Uh, so say a little prayer for us that, uh, Facebook gives that back to us at some time in this century. And, uh, but the website's still up. So visit the website, peruse the content. We hope that, uh, we'll provide some resources for you to deepen your relationship with Christ and increase, uh, your faith and devotion. God willing, we love to hear from you. So drop us a line. And if you care to partner with us, there is a donate now button. Do that. And all donations are tax deductible. Yes. And I have a lot more energy today. Did you notice? Yeah, you're a lot better, I think. Yes, I feel so much better. Make sure and look down in the description. There's some uh, places where you can click to uh, see one of our sponsored uh, sponsors. LifeWise is one of them. Great uh, company. It's just growing so quickly and so many new things are happening. It's going to launch July 4th, but you can join as a founder today for free and uh, join me and a number of other people. I started sending an email out to a bunch of the my people in my uh, team. My peeps? Yeah, and I, I just kept clicking. There's I have a lot of people. It's nice. pretty crazy. Uh, I'm not sure how active they are, but um, right now um, it's growing. So join us. It would be awesome. Great company. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, and then we have a, a, a ministry that we are. Um, I'm just letting you know that I think it's an important one to follow and support. Uh, and they are in Ecuador. Uh, they're actually the daughter and son-in-law of a, uh, a business partner of mine. They're doing great work over there. Nice. She hit. Uh, they, she went to a cave. And uh, got very, very ill. Right. Don't go into caves in Ecuador unless you li have lived there all your life. Because they apparently can go in that same cave and not be affected at all. Oh, like an immunity? Yeah, but a bunch oh. of Americans went in and seven of them out of like nine got sick. Wow. Uh, some uh, those. Um, kind of like a Lyme disease kind of yeah, thing? Well, it was in their lungs. It was, a, it, it was a takeover of their lungs. And they got very, very sick. But... Um, Great, great people. Read the blogs. You'll really enjoy the blogs. It'll bring, bring tears to your eyes. They're just doing, she uh, was also a registered nurse before they opened up their, their ministry. So they're doing fantastic. Go, so go check that out. Check them out. That'd be awesome. Uh, let's see who's joining us already. We got some uh, great comments, I'm sure, from Cindy. That comment is a great one. It says hi. And Yay. Iris. And Iris uh, says she logged in from Facebook. Which Facebook? Is yeah. it Andy's page? Or uh, Living Fearless devotional page. Yes, the yeah. Living Fearless. We still are yeah. in possession of that one. Yeah, God, it's uh, Resurrect Ministry, which is the one you started. Which is the one I started that and has a credit card on it. A credit card <laughs> and has graphic content that I had commissioned that I paid for. Mm. Um, paid a lot for over yeah. the years. And, of course, they take over that one. Which is interesting because I first lost the Instagram account that that content was created from. Um, and I was like, oh, no need to worry. I still have the Facebook page that has that content. And then lo and behold, that content. And they've already started wiping stuff off. Yes. God gives and God taketh away. Demons. They're just demons. Yeah. They true. can't stand something good. Uh, uh, yeah, she's in the living. Fearless. fearless. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's still with us. Yes. All right. So we're going to be reading from, uh, as usual, uh, Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon for May 13th. Uh, the reference is Psalm 35. 
And I guess this is a really good one for what's happening to us on this Facebook page. Yes. Yeah. Seems disastrous and somehow something good will come of it. Not yes. sure what that is, but we'll figure that out later. Uh, all right. So Psalm 35 says, weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Schnooks, just so you know, Schnooks is not part of it. God's mercies are new every day, <laughs> every morning. Uh, Charles Spurgeon says in this devotional, he says, dear Christian, if you are enduring a night of trials, think of tomorrow. Let your heart be cheered by the thought of your coming Lord. Be patient for, lo, he comes with clouds descending, said John Sinek. Be patient. The heavenly harvester waits to reap his harvest. Be patient, for you know who said, behold, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will be giving everyone according to what he has done. If you have never been as distressed as today, remember, a few more rolling suns at most. Will land you on fair Canaan's coast, mm. said John Andre. Your head may be crowned with thorny troubles right now, but someday soon it will wear a star starry crown. Your hands may be filled with many cares today, but will soon strum the strings of heaven's harp. Now your garments may be stained with dust and dirt, but soon they will be white. Wait a little longer. Yes, how contemptible our troubles and trials seem today. Now they appear overwhelming, but once we get to heaven, we will, with transporting joys, recount the labors of our feet. That's from Isaac Watts. Then our trials will seem as light and momentary troubles. May we boldly continue, and even if the night has ever seemed so dark, the morning comes. This is more than anyone who is imprisoned in the darkness of hell can say. Do you know what it means to live looking to the future with expectancy? To anticipate heaven? Happy is the believer who has such assurance and such comforting hope. There may be nothing but darkness now, but soon there will be light. There may be nothing but trials now, but soon there will be nothing but happiness. What difference does it make that weeping may remain for a night when rejoicing comes in the morning? So many positive things to think of. Right. But notice they're all in reference to eternity. Oh, not on this planet. No. So we could be through a trial all the way to the time. <laughs> oh, shit. Why did you do I'm that to sorry, me? Sorry, but I just wanted to point he that out. He just said the next morning. He's saying tonight no, and then the, the next morning. That's the song. Oh, well. But he's saying. I, I want to believe what I thought was true, that it's just to, know, until tomorrow. What the expectancies and the starry crown and uh, to and to you know uh, what it means is to anticipate heaven. Yes, and that's the thing about God's timing, right? He God has no time; He lives outside of time. So everything to Him, nothing is short and nothing's too long because it's mm -hmm. outside of time. It doesn't bring me as much comfort as I thought it was going to bring me. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. That's right. But there is a there is a trouble. There is a comfort in relying on the eternal perspective because the cares of this world will hopefully start to matter less and less mm. at the end of the day it's a fleeting moment well i do, I, I do have you yes that's my joy every time i Until wake up God, in the morning God see that's what i me. that's my joy in the morning when i wake up oh except for when i'm in virginia 
without you. <laughs> you know, that's one of the hardest things is because I want to talk to you right away. And I, and when I'm on the East coast, like I was in Baltimore, then I was in Virginia and then I was in Maine. Uh-huh. I, I wake up and I just, I want to text you or call you. And I, I take I, every time you think I'd get used to it, but I want to text you and say, hi, I know you probably have your notifications turned off, yeah, but my uh, off. <laughs> yeah, but it's so it's like six o'clock or, you know, or so when I'm getting ready and it's but six o'clock. So it's three o'clock, three o'clock here. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I go, I got to tell you about my dream. Oh, I told you about a dream that I had that is a pretty awesome dream. Maybe we'll talk about that Fantastic uh, later on today. Um, so what does this speak to you? What do you, what do you see right away or what, how did it make you feel? Honestly, I thought of what we talked about at dinner. Oh, really? Is that- what did we talk about at dinner? I don't remember. About- I know. I just was saying that so you could tell them. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, just this, this concept of, you know, it's hard what you're going through now, but mm. um, the heavenly harvester waits to reap his harvest and be patient. He is coming soon, though the um, the joy that he's referring to here is the coming of the Lord, which is, of course, our ultimate joy. This sense of don't worry, this do, this day, um, this day too shall pass, mm-hmm. and that there is goodness to look forward to, and um, goodness from the Lord to look forward to, and so. I don't know if I feel like telling the story. Oh. I don't, I, I, well, you I, can just in general terms. Yeah. Well, no. Can't? No, it's not that I can't. I just didn't want to tell what your dream was. Oh. I'd rather not. I don't want to put that out into the air. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. folks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes you let Satan know things because he can't read yes. our minds. Yeah, we've, we've learned that lesson. Yeah, we have. Yes. So hmm. we'll let you know when it happens. Yeah. What did it mean? Uh, what did you get out of it? <laughs> well, now I have nothing to say. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think about, you know, if I, if I think about, um, you know, my journey. And I told you this this movie. Now I can't, now I already forgot the name of it. The Way Back. The Way Back. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. The Way Back with uh, Ben Affleck. It's not a Christian movie. Uh, because there's a lot of cussing in it, <laughs> but it's a, it's a very good movie. Um, that watching that film reminded me somewhat, again, I don't, uh, when you watch a movie, don't think everything that he's doing is what, how I was walking my life, but there were oh. things that he does in the movie that I was doing. Yes. So like, there's one scene I'll tell you like, so there's one scene where he gets in the shower and in the shower is a beer. There, there'd be <laughs> times where I would have a beer in the shower with me. Yes, yeah, so because I'd be watching something on television That's and I'd have a beer. Yeah, in the evening. And I would like just put the beer there on the soap now dispenser. Yeah, now I put my phone. Yes. <laughs> and I'm watching uh, conservative uh, talk shows. Yes. Um, uh, what's his name? Who got raided today? Uh, Bannon. You know, watching Bannon. Oh, you yeah. Know, in the show. Um, but yeah, he, there's a scene where he, and they repeat the scene. Like they show him in the shower a lot. And every time he's in the shower, there's a beer. <laughs> I go, that's, that's, I used to have a beard in the shower with me. Yeah. And so those are the things that reminds me. So that's not common because I never even thought about that. It never even like was a, it was, and I've never seen anybody with a beer in the, in the, yeah. And you never see anybody stand up and pee. Right. (laughs) I actually never dated anybody who drank beer either. And there's that. Yeah. No, I never had a, like a a shot of whiskey. No, it was just always a beer. (laughs) So when I, when I saw that scene, because I've never, it, it, like if somebody would ask me, 
about my past, th that re remembering that aspect of my life it would have not even been a big deal because it wasn't a big deal at the time. Right. <laughs> but watching his story and what was going on in his life, I go, that's a sign. <laughs> you think? That's a sign when you're taking a shower and drinking a beer at the same time. Because <laughs> sometimes I take long showers. I like to sit there and, you know, it's kind of like my relax, relaxing time. Yeah, the hot water. It's not, it's not just you, honey. Everybody feels that way. <laughs> so back to the devotional. My, well, I, well, <laughs> I, just here, love, I, I love the look on your face. You're just like, what? <laughs> it's funny because my daughter likes to take like food into the shower. Oh, so she, <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> so don't, don't you give a, get a face look of this. How do you take a hamburger? Mister, how do you take a hamburger? Here. Well, it's in a container. <laughs> so she just has her ramen in the, in the shower with her too. She so takes ahead. a bite and then leaves it on the counter. <laughs> things we're learning. <laughs> right can i get to my 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 thing oh okay i didn't know you see you're gonna point. be like oh your story went on so long well, i've been trying point. to tell my story it's taking a long time <laughs> we're 13 minutes in well see see so seeing that now and this devotional is that you i mean just if, if i'm looking at my kids who may be struggling a little bit you know, in one aspect or another um, with relationships or with grades or with, you know, seeking God's wisdom and that kind of stuff. I'm going, can you just seek God's wisdom? Why are you, why are you so much into the flesh? Right? I'm struggling with that. That I can see how he can, it's later sometimes. It's not, we don't want it to be later. We, we want our kids to, to see Jesus now. We want them to walk with Jesus the second yesterday we went with Jesus. Yes. But I can see now through this devotional and the movie that I watch and this reminder is that see, see how long it took for you and you want them today. You know, yes, it would be great. Yes. That's what we want for our kids, but sometimes they need to go through some stormy weather well, and we don't want it to be like devastating stuff. Like we don't, we don't want, want them to, to we don't want them to crash and burn, No, but it's a little bit of a reminder says I, I, you know, that he's, is just, I got this. Well, I got another piece of wisdom from um, my dear friend, Mariama today. I was talking to her and I, <laughs> I, we were talking to, you know, she has a lot of wisdom. She had children um, that were young 25 years ago, you know, so they're grown and have their families of their own. So she was telling me, I, I was telling her, I said, you know, what's the worst part of, a prodigal child is you learn if you listen to the Lord telling you to stop trying so hard, you start to learn that um, you're actually so angry and frustrated because it's an embarrassment to you. <laughs> like, yes, you know I tell I mean? them don't embarrass me. <laughs> but literally, so it's more about you than yes. really being heartbroken about what's happening to them. Yes. You know, okay, yeah, that's upsetting. But you're, you, you get obsessed because you, you don't want them to reflect poorly on you. Mm -hmm. And that is just absolutely the wrong motive to God. <laughs> that's, just, that's really not I, what I, it's about. I tell them at the time, so, because at the, at the school, I tell them, I said, listen, you, just, you, can't, you can't be a horrible person at school. Because yeah. everybody, the principal knows who I am. Every one of your teachers knows who I am. Uh, the superintendent knows who I am. Yeah. I said, just please, can you not? And then, and then, you know, stuff happens. Yeah. 
It does. <laughs> they're not really concerned about our reputation <laughs> at all. Doesn't factor into the equation. <laughs> um, but there's hope. There's hope in Amen. that you know you'll put a it's movie in front of your face on an airplane and go, oh, see, see, this is you, and look at you now. Okay, I love you, God. No, you didn't need to shove it in the my prodigal face. son. You didn't need to shove it in my face, though. <laughs> <laughs> you chose to shove that in your face. Well, no, right, it so had he, to be told in order to put. Uh, no, no, he's, she's not talking about that. She's oh. talking about when you wanted me to tell my story of today, and I was like, "Oh, oh okay, that's good." Oh, but I do have a good story today. I, or are you? Are you finished? Love? <laughs> <laughs> I know you wanted it. I know you wanted to get. No. Is the story done or no? The story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry's done. Robert Chamberlain says, "God bless God, but God bless you guys. Thank you for what you do." Listening from Indio, California. I used to train the police dogs in Indio, California. Oh, really? Yes. Hi, Robert. It's such a long drive from your uh, your Belinda, California, oh, but I used to do it every. It's a good uh, hour and a half. But you used to, oh, but that's not that far. But how often would you? One way, uh, all the way near, like you know, it's Coachella Valley, so it's all the way out. But in I know how often would you have to go? Um. Couple times a month. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but I love Indio. I love those guys. That was a great, great time. I have some great stories from my time in with the Indio Police Department. Um, but thank you for joining us, Robert. I have another story I want to tell. No, go ahead. <laughs> Are you sure? Because the floor is yours. I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> no, I just want to talk to Robert a little bit because Robert's joining us. I love it when men decide to join us. <laughs> go, go ahead. ahead. No, all, I'm done. no, 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 no. I'm kidding. No, I have nothing. I have nothing else. Let's hear it. Uh, well, everybody that was on with us yesterday knows I had my divine appointment with oh, um, yes. my new friend from New Zealand. And if you're watching, Riley, hi. <laughs> so it, it was just awesome. It was awesome to um, she had some challenging questions about uh, one, of, one of the most profound ones to me was her saying that she was, you know, scrolling through YouTube and heard these Muslim uh, clerics talking about how many people, how many thousands of people are coming from Christianity to Islam. And it suddenly gave her this pang of fear that, oh no, if all the Christians are going to Islam, am I like, am I in the wrong boat? Mm. And I told her, I was like, you know, that's, we talked about prophecy. We talked about the end times. And I said, you know, Muslims also believe in the end times. And I said, um, in, in our eschatology, there's a great falling away before Jesus returns. Mm. And I said, and people give into deceptive spirits and people are giving up over to demonic doctrine. And, and she's like, Oh yeah. I said, so this is, we're right on course. This is the way it's supposed to go. No. <laughs> and, and I just realized by talking to her, like it, it, she was basically telling me out loud what so many people go through in their heads. In other words, one thought that's how Satan pulls you, right? Two steps forward, one step back mm -hmm. is that he just slowly pulls you in by um, a thread, like a, a thread of a thought. And that thread of a thought leads to another thought and another thought. And so she was like, you know, once she thought of that, then she says, you know, then I started to listen to these other people that were saying, oh, you know, Islam is so great for discipline. So she's saying, well, all these people are going, all these people are finding discipline, one thought after another. So in talking, we had to unpack each piece of, the, of that, you know? Uh, but what I found to be the most important um, aspect of the conversation was being able to tell her, 
that our God is a relational God and he's a, um, uh, a near God. So that it's very different than Islam who has a very distant God that does not speak to his, mm. uh, to his subjects. And in that process, she had a desire in her heart to learn more about her faith from somebody who had been in Islam. That was her prayer. And I said, and the Lord told me to answer your prayer. I said, mm. I don't know who you are. You just reach out to me. And the Lord's like, talk to her. I said, so only our God can do that. You right. know, you have a desire in your heart. He promises to answer the desires of your heart and sends me um, to deliver that message. I said, so be of good cheer. Um, our God is awesome. Wow. It seems to me now, I don't know why I'm just hearing this. I mean, not, I'm not hearing it for the first time because you said it before, but I'm, I'm just realizing that it, it being uh, under the, the rules of Islam is more like when you talk about discipline, because you say it's, it's one of those things that's very, but you're under the discipline almost like with a gun to your head. Right. It's external force. Yes. Literally like a gun to your head. And you hate that. Yes. You hate the, when you like with a physical trainer uh, at the gym, yeah. if they're I don't like to be pushed. jerks. Yeah. <laughs> but that may also be PTSD. From yeah. That's what I'm saying now, but it's making sense. <laughs> That's, I don't know why all of a sudden it just clicked oh, like that. Really? Yeah, it's because I go, oh. maybe that's why you despise it so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought I told you that's why. Oh, no. I just I, thought it was from, you just don't like it. Oh, no. that's I, I, don't, like, I, I don't like pastors who are bullies either. Mm. That's why I told you that one pastor that I'm like, I don't want to meet him. I'm like, I, I, don't, I, I don't like manipulative. I don't like bullies mm. because that's something I have left over from Islam. And it's just not the character of Christ, you know, it just not Christ is a gentleman. The Holy spirit is a gentleman. It's just, they don't impose themselves. I stand at the door knocking, whoever opens the door, I'll dine with him, but I don't bust the door down, you know? Oh, yeah. And so I just, yeah, I'm repulsed by that. I think this is what makes Christianity. Um, I don't want to say better. There's another word for it. I just can't think of what it is. Superior. Uh, Superior <laughs> is that discipline is also necessary, yes, but it's by it's, choice. And he said, this is what you part. can do to be, to walk with me. Yes. Here's what you can do to have all my love. Here's what you can do to have the crowns in heaven. Yes. But it's up to you. Right. Wow. That's what makes it so powerful. Exactly. That's why he loves it more. Well, cause, and, he, cause you do it because of him. And you actually are not doing anything. Mm. It's the Holy Spirit in you that's doing it. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like, wow, how amazing. He doesn't make me do it, and yet I do it. Well, you know, uh -huh. I mean, let's call it. <laughs> He's not making you do it, but he put an internal motor that mm. does it for you. Yeah. That's what makes it effortless. <sighs> this is, it's supernatural. There's no, there's no logical explanation for I was talking to a dear friend of mine um, today who's a um, teacher of Reformed theology. Mm -hmm. She's actually um, a pastor at a Methodist church, but she's trained as a Reformed theologist, which is the tulip uh, Calvinism, the believing in predestination and the divine elect, you know? Yep. And so she, I was calling her to ask her some questions about that. And she says, Hedia, I am, I'm, as I'm sure you've seen in your life, she says, Jesus has carried me through some parts of my life that I know for certain I would not have made it through without him. And she says, so how can I, she says, so it resonates with me 
to believe that it is um, unimaginable grace, that it is I am chosen to live this life and that it is purely God's sovereign grace that carries me. Mm. Um, I do my part. I show up. You know what I mean? I, I try to participate, but there is this um, pull. There is a pull from the Lord um, that really makes it possible. I love that. Hello, Robert Block from Mexico. Hey, Robert. Nice to see you. Long time no see. And there we go. Um, how about we get to the scripture? Sure. All right. First one is Psalm, Psalm 35. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. See, that's beautiful when you think about it literal. Days mm. and nights in God's timing are sometimes longer than 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but beautiful nonetheless. Actually, now one of the things I'm saying, you know, I try to connect with God before I put my feet to the ground um, out of the bed. And, and that's um, one of the new things, uh, the scripture I'm reading in my head, Lord, your mercies are new every morning. And so I look forward to what mercies um, you have in store for me today. Mm -hmm. uh, Revelation 22:12, And behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according, according as his work shall be. That's the Lord. Revelation twenty two twelve, two Corinthians four seventeen. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. <laughs> Hold on, dear soldier. Wow. This um, uh, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according to his work shall be. No, where is it? Maybe it's something you said in that um, it, it reminded me a little bit of, I'm going to go to the dog training analogy, Sure. but the, um, the, the human nature with dogs sometimes is to get emotional with dogs because we can get emotional with people right? and people understand sometimes like it's, it's still not that healthy to get emotional when you're angry or when you're trying to discipline. Um, it is best not to, but when you do, it's easier for another human, even if it's a child to understand, you know, that you're angry, but with the dog, that, that's not, it's not the same. You really have to correct without emotion to have the best results. And it's so hard. That's one thing that's so difficult to not only train handlers with their dogs, people that own dogs, dog owners, police officers, um, but trainers to teach that. They, they don't, they don't understand it because it, because there's so much emotion because by the time a customer comes to you with a dog problem, Exacerbated. they've had it Yeah. and they go, I love this they, dog, but I hate this dog at the same time. I, I want to strangle this dog. I want to hit him with a shovel and bury him in the backyard. That, that's usually by the point. Yeah, I, and I think people, uh, they lie and say, I actually love this dog. And yeah. I <laughs> Cause I, yeah. I never loved our dog. And I could always see the little cook in their face. And I said, I, I go, you got to stop getting so emotional. You got you to bring it down and correct with, with purpose without getting emotional. You can, but you can see the veins start sticking up when their dog does something that they don't, like the dog jumps on them. And, and then oh, they get their furniture. furniture. <laughs> Our dog ate all the crown molding in the room where it was. 
It's like thousands of dollars of repairs. Yes. All the crown molding, like the stuff that's not replaceable. Right. You know what I mean? You could have eaten the couch. That was like 500 bucks. Okay, well, one couch, throw it away, you know? Yeah. But, but no, but all happens, the crown molding around the edge. But what happens with the dog is that your emotion enhances the bad behavior. Mm. And it just makes it worse. And it's just, it just gets worse. It's like a snowball. I mean, that's the best analogy is that, is that and one the analogy, analogy here <laughs> to people mm -hmm. is with God is that he, he doesn't get emotional when he mm. corrects us, when he disciplines us. He just says True. he just zaps you and says, we'll see you next time and see how you do next time. There's no. And that's why we respond so well to God. I mean, ah. sure, he flooded the earth once and sure he caused a couple of earthquakes and some other stuff. But with, with us as an individual, for the most part, he, he's not emotional about it. He just gives you this little thing, uh, you know, that happens to you. Sometimes it's pretty harsh, yeah. uh, but he's not emotional about it. He doesn't yell and scream at you. And if you're really clever, you realize that you actually did it to yourself. Yeah. He just let it happen. But it makes it easier for us to, to, to understand that because yeah. there's no emotion tied to it from God. We, we, we will come to realize it because now we're not getting screamed at at the same time. Right. At the same time, we're getting corrected. So that's it's You got to look at it as the same as the dog. The dog goes, oh, okay, I understand why I got that. Because you stand there and go, next time, next time you're good, you won't get that. You'll get a pat on the head or you get a little treat. Okay. And training goes so much faster. That's so faster, faster, faster. Yes. So go ahead. Cindy says, yes, I'm very tired of being jumped on. I have bruises all over me. If I'm quiet, she does so much better than when I get upset. Yes. She gets wilder. Yes. I, I got in a fist fight Absolutely. with Cujo. <laughs> I actually, I wasn't sure who was going to win at some point. You know, I've never been around a big dog like that. And I punched him in the face and I literally. How'd that work out for you? Not good. Yeah, see. You Not get, good. It just you, went from bad to worse. Yeah. Uh, and Carrie says, if I want a dog to do something, I see it accomplished as, I see it accomplished as I give the command. Perhaps God sees us accomplishing before we do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very good point. Yes. Very good point. Uh, wow. Uh, let's see. Want to hear? Or you want to tell them what um, old? Uh, what's his name? Jim. <laughs> yeah. What Jim has to say. <clears throat> Jim. Today, Reiner. Spurgeon quotes the hymns of John Sinek and John Andre uh, and John Andre and Isaac Watts, reminding us how hymns once greatly influenced people's theology. I didn't realize those were hymns, honestly. Mm. Watts wrote 750 hymns that had a greater influence than those of John Newton, Amazing Grace, for example, or John and Charles Wesley. Cynic, an evangelist who died at 36, established more than 40 churches. Amazing. So amazing. And Andre, a British military officer, hanged at the age of 30 as a spy, wrote My Hiding, Spa My Hiding Place that was excerpted above just two days before his execution. It was found in his pocket after he was hanged. Mm. Once we consider the trials of others, perhaps our complaining will end. <laughs> There's a wisdom right there. Yes. Mic drop. Once we consider how bad other people have it, then maybe we will stop complaining. Can you just imagine this guy at 36 years of age in the 1700s? No internet, no phones. No microphone. No, even. I mean... What else didn't we have in those days? Paris. And he and he planted forty churches. Papers, pens and paper. This is incredible. I mean, when you think about it, uh, uh, and they've mentioned this about Spurgeon. What's really supernatural is how they were able their voices, and 
Jesus the same. Uh, how their voices could travel so far with yeah. no microphone, with no audio equipment. And thousands of people could hear them. Incredible. Isn't it? And then the other guy, what was he? Uh, 30, he 30 years old. Yeah. But wrote a whole, you know, poem or book and just right before he was executed. Wow. Different era. I mean, that's another example that we have to look at sometimes. And we have, I mean, that's what's great about knowing history. I love history. Even when I was setting up this devotional, I was watching a World War II uh, yeah. documentary. I was a history major. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But it really does, it, it keeps you in the perspective. And I think that's one thing that the kids are missing in, in many ways because they're so busy being indoctrinated and told that America is a racist country and not worthy of being spit on, according to my son's U.S. history teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. He's an idiot. Oh, I was just gonna say Sorry. That. <laughs> that just I was just out. gonna say I said it out loud. Zara's not going through that. She's okay. got yeah, pretty basic history. Oh no, this guy's he's ashamed of his whiteness. He's a white guy and he's oh. very ashamed of his whiteness. They say he spends a lot of time with the black girl that's in the class and apologizes to oh. her for who he is for being white. Yeah, that's their teacher. But what's lost in it is the what's important about history. To to put things back to a place where you can look at these people and, and really, I mean, to really teach them that a lot of this stuff was done without the comforts that you have today. Air right. conditioning, for instance, you know, motor vehicles that, you know, at the time they were, you know, buggy and, and yeah. wagon type of stuff. And look what they Absolutely. were able to build. They built cities like New York and Los Angeles with their bare hands. Yes. And uh, the, the pyramids of Egypt were built with hands. That is another incredible story. I think yeah. it was Martians. You think it was Martians? Yeah, I think Martians helped them. I don't them. think it was like how are they? These six things, million those, poor Jews those, <laughs> that were carrying rocks. <laughs> those those blocks weigh tons. Yeah, tons. Like little dollies? No. How do they put the one at the top? How does up, the one up. at the top get up there? <laughs> like the, like uh, how many Jews would it take? <laughs> how many take? Jews? How many? Yeah, does how many Jews does it take? Yeah, so we're getting ready to tell a joke. I feel like I met the the jog. Um, meeting oh you should hear these people they have every anyway yeah yeah that, that the, the, the point at the top of this pyramid yeah. weigh tons i don't know what to tell you it's so incredible but um yeah i feel like we're we're the kids are missing out so much on on just the incredibleness of, of history and even just our our country what those men were geniuses that put together our constitution all the things they thought of uh, and we're able to put it down and just, you know, to get that many people of different faiths, essentially, and different uh, well, and also, political points of view to agree on something like the Constitution. Also, it's a statement about the fact that history repeats itself. Mm. They were running from oppression and they understood mm. the tyranny of um, the power. Yep. The tyranny of the powerful, you know, that it's dangerous to concentrate power in people like that. It's dangerous to allow um one religion to control a country in the way in the way it did back then whether it was the church of england or it was the catholic church that it stifled uh religious liberty um and all of the things that they had learned from the experience in europe they were trying to bring that knowledge back here and yet we are intent on um doing the same mistakes over again mm. Carrie, Carrie, I don't know. 
I remember the water bag hanging off the hood to cool the engine riding through the desert uh, without air conditioning. <laughs> I actually have never heard that before. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember so many different things with that driving across the desert on cars with the windows rolled down. Oh, really? Because you couldn't run the air conditioner because the car would overheat. Oh, oh sorry. I'm so very far away from my mic. Um, yeah. And when I used to drive buses, we used to have to do some similar things like to roll down the windows. I can't run the air conditioning as we're going like it's 115 degrees. Why would rolling down the air, uh, windows help? The air because it was so hot. You didn't want the windows rolled up when there's no air conditioning. The sun beating through the windows. Of oh, the bus. I thought you meant with the air conditioning on, you'd say roll no, down the windows. Off. Yeah, turn it off. I go, okay, oh. turn the air conditioner off, roll down your windows because that's oh. the only, you got to get that breeze coming in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so many different things we have to do back in the back in the day. Yeah, money and power. And today, the number of followers changes people. Yes, mm. bananas. Yeah, that power can is so quickly But uh, that's corrupting. been since the beginning of time. Yeah. You know, the Forever. corruption of, of power and money. But we still fall for the same mistakes. Over and over. Over and over. <laughs> Cindy. Man is deceptively wicked. A few voices of the past um, stuff out strongly. I know what that means. Now, so many voices are out there. We lose our current history in the chaos of the masses. Yeah, too many voices, too many opinions. <laughs> Maybe she means snuffed out. Maybe. Mm. She'll let us know. Yes. I love okay. that a lot of people type like I do. Which is? Words that don't make any sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think they're also oh, typing stand quickly. Out, not stuff out. Oh, a few voices <laughs> in the past stand out strongly. Yeah. Indeed. Yes. yes. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, sometimes okay. I type things and they look perfectly fine. Really? Until I send them. And then once you send it, I'm sh I know the devil's at work because he changes my words and misspells them. I What I find sometimes is that the autocorrect is a delay in the autocorrect. Oh, you think? And it changes the word after you're... You've clicked it. So almost like it happened simultaneously mm -hmm. where you've clicked it and then the autocorrect has changed the word because mm -hmm. I find that I, I thought I was losing my mind. Mm -hmm. I click it. I was like, that's not what that said just five seconds ago. Yeah. Well, when you type it, it's, it's typing what you put in there, but it's when you hit enter that mm -hmm. yeah, that's and that changes it. Yeah. Uh, Carrie speaks my language here. Dumb thumb typing. Uh, Hedy and I were at the restaurant we were eating at tonight and, um, I had to fill out some form. Well, there was a form that needed to be filled out, <laughs> and I and I, every, I hate I hate filling out forms on my phone. I hate it. I it, could I could type. And yo, I got. I just, I just hand it to Hetty, and she goes through the whole thing, and I go better you than me. I I cannot do it. It drives me crazy. Oh, I, no. I, I tell her. I told her, and I said, Fred Flintstone would never have been able to live today <laughs> because I have Fred Flintstone thumbs. Oh. Apparently, I cannot type. Uh, Kyle in the CB is on. Oh, Kyle, what's up? How are you? Nice to see Life you. Life is good. Kyle's our friend from Twitch. Yes, we love our Twitch people that watch. That was one of our um, last week was one of our awesome uh, yes. broadcasts with somebody who was asking a bunch of questions. Yeah, that's the kind of questions Kyle asks. Yes, too. Kyle's amazing. How's your walk with Jesus coming, Kyle? Yes. <laughs> Has he captivated your heart yet? Hmm. Um, 
I just, I was just thinking, I don't know why this came to my mind, but the other day, Kelly, uh, my son's name is Kelly. <laughs> just so you know, I'm talking about my son, not my daughter, um, because I have a daughter named Ray. Um, but my son, Kelly, he's driving now. And it's been, how long has it been since he's had his license? Maybe three months or so? Mm-hmm. Three or four months? Um, and it was funny because he, I think it was on the way to the lacrosse game uh, that was in Downey. And he was in the car and I said, you know what, son? I, in some ways, I hate that you're driving now. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, hey, because now we never get to talk. Aww. Because that's when we do most of our talking is driving somewhere in the morning to school because he drives. And why so- can't you talk? Oh, meaning when he's in a separate car. Yeah. Okay. Because we, now we're now we're like two ships in the, what's that called? Two ships in, in the, the night. In the night. Yeah. We're like two ships in the night. We're, I'm leaving. He's coming. He's going. That kind of stuff. And I said, I, I just miss the time that we have together when we're driving somewhere. And he goes, you know what, dad? I go, he goes, I was thinking the same thing. He goes, I miss you. And I miss talking to you. I'm getting emotional. (laughs) Um, And um, yeah, it was like, it's just now it's like really cut down on our, our time. And so it's precious. Yeah. Time we spend with our teenagers and uh, in a little while, they'll be gone. Yeah. (laughs) Why did you make me bring that? Why did you bring that? I don't know. I don't know. There was something in here that was happening. I don't know what it was. Uh, I think I was thinking about driving too, driving and texting. Oh, because I tried to do that and I don't, I don't do it as much as I used to. I really have cut down a lot. I try not to pay attention to the phone for the texts that are coming in because then I'll answer them, but I needed an address today. That's what I, how it all started to come together. I know oh. it doesn't seem like it, it goes together, uh, but uh, yeah, I couldn't find the stupid address on the stupid, what's it called? Band app. Yes. Ugh, I was going to, yeah, it was crazy. And then okay. Left. So are we moving on or are you just going <laughs> to? You're just going to mutter some more stuff. <laughs> so the other day I was looking for some ice cream. No. <laughs> My eyes are starting to glare, glaze over. Cindy says, see, it, 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 it triggered a discussion. So yes. Uh, oh, so you remember that picture the other day? <laughs> no, there was that picture. No, there was that picture that Zara put in the group chat that we have for our oh. family. Yeah. That was only three years ago. So weird. They look like babies. They look like little tiny tots. Right. Like Kelly and Ray, they look like little kids. They're so tiny. That was so only weird. three years ago, Ray. Or Ray. <laughs> Your name's Eddie. My name's Eddie. <laughs> that was only three years ago. It is a trip. That's that is really sure. crazy. And so, yes, just answering Cindy's question, not question, but her comment there. Uh, there we go. We just have some connection problems, I guess, in Mexico. Why do we have so many? You don't have any people living in Mexico anymore. They're all now in, in <laughs> California. The on the border. <laughs> They're all in Texas, California. <laughs> uh, see, now we have another discussion about ice cream. Banana ice cream is hard <laughs> to find. There's a random fact, Carrie. <laughs> 31 flavors, which I still call it, and it's called Baskin and Robbins, even though they have the 31 in their logo still. Have uh-huh. you, you seen them? We should call Um they uh, have this mango flavor. I forget what the rest of the name of it's called. Mango Delight or something like that. It's fantastic. Try it. You wouldn't think that's good, but it's really good. Anything else? <laughs> okay, I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Anything else? No. You sure? Cindy's got two grand cre- grandkid graduations. Well, well, that's some, wait, that's a serious what? milestone, Cindy. How you is start, that possible? But you started very early. We'll be dead by the time our kids have. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
<laughs> the time they have kids. I'm not going to be dead. You will for sure be uh, dead. What? Because you're going to be dead before me. That's so not true. Uh, and I'm she so. gets to go to Texas and Maryland in the next couple of weeks. Oh, that should be fun. I can't believe you think I'm going to be dead before you. Don't you? You're far no. less healthy than I am. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm a, I'm a pillar of health. What are you, what are you talking about? You, I mean, you, you ask me to these... pick up stuff for you all the time. That's just a bad back pain. But that well, that's you. that leads to the, the early death. No. Yeah, bad back equals early death. <laughs> Is it, are you wishing me dead now? <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. You're going to bury me and move on to your next tart? <laughs> move on. Yeah. Maybe three wasn't a charm. <laughs> I need to make a bracelet now. By the time that happens, that'll be uh, my, you know, the tart will be 70 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a sour tart. You all are a mess. Yes. Hey, wait a minute. Okay, good night, everybody. <laughs> we love you. I'm sorry. Sometimes these, sometimes the devotional goes off the rails. All right, just, my friends. Just remember that the Lord's mercies are new every day. And though we may wear a crown of thorns right now, we will wear a crown of jewels and of glory in the days to come. Absolutely. We love you guys. We love you. God bless. God bless. <laughs>